This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. It's midnight. It's midnight. It's midnight. It's midnight. It's midnight. And that means midnight. Nara Nara. Yes. Welcome back to Midnight Marinara, intrepid friends. We have been eagerly anticipating your presence this evening. Tonight is one of those nights where we are feeling especially grateful for your continued patronage. For it is you and your listening ears that keep our fires burning, our cauldrons bubbling, and our chefs reanimated. You keep us creaking and groaning with some grotesque facsimile of life, and for that we thank you. To show our appreciation, tonight's play is yet another listener's choice. One frequently requested but rarely served until now. So turn out the lights, check the lock on your door, take one last look at your window and huddle up with us as we tell you a tale of a most unusual experiment. The world we live in is full of things we do not understand. Being the curious humans that we are, we naturally try and seek these things out. Doing so has led us to remarkable discoveries and inventions that we never could have imagined a hundred years ago. We have defeated disease built to the sky itself, and even created machines that could take us beyond the clouds and into the stars. If our ancestors could see us and what we have created, I'm sure many of them would see us as gods. Our innate curiosity and lust for knowledge has not always led us to greatness, however true evil and darkness have also been uncovered in humanity's conquest of knowledge. And in the end, I fear this evil will be our doom. I do not say this from the standpoint of a great philosopher who has sat and simply pondered things either. No, I say this because I have seen it, experienced it. I was part of it. The event I am about to relate to you is true in its entirety. This I swear. I feel certain that this will fall on deaf ears 
and many of you will believe this to be just another spooky story meant to give you cheap thrills. But I promise you that this is neither my intent nor my purpose. The purpose of this story is to simply warn you of what lurks beyond the veil of what we can see and understand, to show you what awaits us in the darkness, even if I myself don't understand it. What I'm about to tell you has happened, and I feel certain it will happen again. In 1971. All right, hold the phone. Hey, what gives? The recording light is on. We're supposed to be closed tonight, Pasta Shade. Remember? You said so yourself after what happened last year. What's with the saccharine bullshit? Look, this, this is my show, and I can put together an episode when the mood strikes me. Who do you think you are? Uh, hello, I'm your sous chef. Quality control is my job, and what I'm hearing sounds like something the cat dragged in. Look, if you know we're supposed to be closed, why are you here? Well, I was walking by when I saw a light on in the abattoir and I figured I'd make sure nothing was wrong. And here I find you working with a skeleton crew. No, no, they're a good crew in a pinch, despite them being skeletons. Don't you judge them. You're acting really weird. Something's not right. Everything is perfectly fine. Relax. I just, I just wanted to put together a dish on my own accord for a change, you know? Try a recipe or two without someone breathing down my essence. Is that so much to ask? I guess not. But even so, you're doing the Harbinger experiment? I thought you... Yes, and if I'm actually going to get it done, I need to actually, you know, start it. So if you don't mind... Fine, fine. But but I've got a bone to pick with you later. Something's not right here, and I'm going to keep an eye out on it. Whatever makes your little heart... And I do presume you have one. Happy. But if you're going to be suspicious, can you do it over there in that corner? Where? Right there. Uh, no, no, no. I mean standing right, right there. Right there. Here? Yes, 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 there. You bastard! <laughs> oh, I knew that trap door would come in handy. Right then. As you were never later, we'll start where you left off. Uh, yes, of course. <clears throat> in 1971, a not-so-well-known scientist began preparations for an extreme... Ta-da! Oh, for the love of... Oh! This is, uh, unexpected. I thought this place would be empty. I guess the rumors about you taking the next 24 hours off were unfounded. Huh, Big Brother? That's an oddly specific way to put it. What do you want? (laughs) Well, I, I, I just thought I'd come by and see you. Ask how the show was going. Maybe reminisce about last year when I totally pranked you to thinking I was taking over with Afternoon Alfredo. Yep, just a prank. But you know I wasn't going to be here. Hey! Is there something different about you? Did you lose weight? What do you mean? You just seem to be more spaghetti than usual. Not that that's a bad thing. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm the same old pasta shade as always. Are you sure? Because I know you went to get some much-needed R&R around Halloween. When the ringmaster took your place, I heard you changed your look a bit while you were out. 
So I thought... Ah, yes. Why, why didn't you say so? Yes, I thought it was high time for a bit of a makeover, a, a rebranding. Definitely. You look sharp and sassy. How much pasta did you end up going through to compose yourself like that? Tons. But it was completely worth it. <clears throat> oh, right. We're in the middle of trying to do an episode, so if you would be so kind... Sure, can do. Really, honestly, just wanted to drop in and say howdy to my beloved older sibling. Alrighty, love you, bye-bye! <sighs> that was close. Bearing any further interruptions, may we continue? Of course, of course, please, go on. Very well. In 1971... A not-so-well-known scientist began preparations for an extremely secretive project simply known as the Harbinger Experiment. Yes? And? Hmm. Sorry. I was just expecting something to pop up right then. Uh, well, I I think you're good to go. Yes. So it seems. Anyway, I would like to keep the identity of the scientist a secret for personal reasons. So throughout this recounting, I will refer to him as Zimmerman. Zimmerman's background is unclear, at best beyond 1971. All that is known about him before that time is that he had grown up. God damn it! What is it this time? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Welcome to the greatest show not of this earth. Such blood-chilling sounds, such soul-shriveling tales. This is Midnight Marinera, a true cavalcade of creeps. Seriously, there's light over the door that lets you know when we're recording. Does no one read anymore? Ah, come now, Pasta Shade. You know the only people who don't read are fans of Tiki Toby. Heyo! Zing! Who in the world are all these people? Get them out of here! Tut, tut, my old friend. You don't want to disappoint an audience, do you? I've brought an entire big top's worth of eager souls that have been just dying to see the inner workings of the mysterious establishment you run. I had assumed, based on your earlier missive I received through the zeitgeist, that you were not- Not going to be here, yes I know. But I can change my mind on a moment's notice, can't I? Jeez. Well, that's your burden, not mine, unfortunately. You did tell me last All Hallows' Eve, after I set up shop here while you were away reconstituting your energy, that my carnival of Samhain would be welcome back any time. It's Sawin. Beg your pardon? It's pronounced Sawin. Sawin, not Sam Hine. Do you know how much that was grating on my nerves? You can't even pronounce the name of your own carnival, right, you two bitchopped herc? Ouch. Personal. You are aware that my carnival is named after my late father, Samuel Hay, correct? Hey, don't give him the odds. You're the ones not pronouncing it right. Calm down, Pasta Shade. You're getting so mad that all the spaghetti is falling out of your pockets there. Trying to do a bloody episode and you come barging in here with your hooky carnival crowd. How am I supposed to react, huh? I just assumed you would appreciate trying this with a live studio audience as well as your usual patrons. It does seem 
deader than usual around here. But then again, most assumed Midnight Marinero would be closed. We just wish to observe a master at his craft. All right, we'll have it your way. As long as you stay quiet and just take the story. Silent as the grave, my friend. Silent as the grave. Okay, good, great. That's all I'm asking for. Mm. Narrator, let's take oh, it. Oh, honey, you serious? Uh-uh, no, uh-uh-uh-uh. Hell nah. I did not spend ten years becoming an actor to have my command performance interrupted every goddamn five seconds by some of these punk-ass weirdos. And you know what? All this time sitting around waiting for y'all little reunions to wrap up and shit, I went and read ahead the script. Mm-mm, girl, this some bullshit right here. Mm-mm, you can count me the fuck out. I am gone. Ahem. <clears throat> well, that was, uh, awkward. All right, folks. Show's over. Nothing to see here. Wait. No. Don't don't go. It's only a minor setback. Um, free breadsticks. Does anyone want a free breadstick? Shoot. That goes the neighborhood, huh? You brought this on yourself, you know. Oh, jeez. All right. I, I should be used to this by now, but who are you? I'm just the bartender. I tend to the bar, not that you'd notice. I've been here the whole time. Oh, right. Y- yes, I knew that. No, you didn't. You can drop the charade. It's pathetic. You're pathetic. I... I don't know what you're implying, loyal bartender of Midnight Mariner that I've clearly known for a number of years. Trust me, I know a thing or two about keeping up facades. Also, it's April Fool's Day. And every motherfucker on the internet's pulling this shit right now. You're not original. Let's say what you're saying is true. What are you going to do about it, hmm? I'm in charge here now. I don't have to do anything. You've already done it to yourself. One thing a bartender is good at is acting inconspicuous and out of the way. No one wants to bother the guy making the drinks. Even when the place is near empty. I might as well be part of the decor. You know what else a bartender is good at? What? Listening. April Fools! Can you please stop doing that? Caught you red-handed, you cretinous clod. You thought you could get away with breaking into my restaurant and tampering with my show? Well, the joke's on you, you, you... Imposter! You've been waiting all night to make that pun, haven't you? Shut up. Alright. The jig is up, then. How did you know? If there is one thing I've come to learn in my time running Midnight Marinera, is that April Fool's Day is the worst day in existence, and that someone will inevitably try to crash my show and ruin things. Hey! one time. Regardless, I figured someone would try it again this year, and I devised this ingenious scheme to prank a prankster right back. I put the notice out there to give an opening to any would-be trespassers. So, when Dead Pallet clandestinely called and told me that a certain something posing as me had come into the place, I called my associates here and sprang my trap. 
you annoy and confound you as much as I would have been. <laughs> oh, the look on your saw-stained face was priceless. Beat it your own twisted little game. Eh, imposter shade? Don't encourage the name. Why? Does it not fit your... Wait for it. Palette? <laughs> You're not funny. Anyway, all of this was to root you out and be the one pranking back for a change. Now, why don't we take that disguise off and find out who you really are? Oh, a talking, talking cat. cat! Yes, it's me, friends. It took forever to make that pasta suit, you know, and create that entire accent. Dear God! Well, well, Nick Nocturne. Indeed. Master of Nightmind, and for a brief and shining moment, Master of Midnight Marinara as well. Were you surprised? No. Just disappointed. Fascinating. Four eyes, six limbs, and the power of speech. This would be... This would be a delightful addition to my freak show. Can I pet it? Absolutely not. Keep that hideous thing away from me. But it's just so precious. Pasta Shade, you could really use an adorable mascot. Uh, uh, there's the thought. So what were you even trying to accomplish here, Nick? Well, with all due respect, Pasta Shade, I thought I would be funny to sneak in here and try my pod making my own episode of Midnight Marinara. I know several of your listeners have requested this story. Of all the stories you could have done, you chose the Harbinger experiment? It didn't seem that bad. I mean, you, you gotta give people a chance. Oh, trust me. You read a little closer, you'll understand why we haven't done it. Nor will we ever. You could always throw it over to undercooked analysis. Be my guest. Ah, you're lost. Your audience won't be getting a proper radio play this month, will they? It's alright. I'm not mad at you, my feline friend. Because Dead Palette was not the only one listening to the whole fiasco. Ah, I thought the shadows seemed strangely animate this evening. So, no hard feelings, right? None, this time. But Nick, avert to the vise. I hate pranks. If you want to be on my show, just ask next time, alright? You would be more than welcome. Duly noted. So, were you all in on this? Indeed we were. Uh, to be fair, you did your best, but you really couldn't fool us. Oh, good. Because I did feel slightly bad about dropping your sous chef down that trap door. What? She wasn't supposed to be here. Hey, are you alive down there? You'll wish I was dead when I get back up there and kick your meatballs, pasta shade. You'd better go. <laughs> right. Farewell, fellow beings of darkness, and... Not other things. It was looking at me when it said that. Oh, that darn kit. I never wanted the trapdoor to be used on my own staff. No worries, Pasta Shade. Workplace accidents happen all the time. It comes with the territory around here, I'd imagine. Yep, you can really stand to add more lighting. Maybe a vase of irises over there? Oregano, you are aware I built that trapdoor because of you, right? You started this. Oh... I see. I do appreciate your help, though, despite the unpleasantness of last year. No worries, big brother. It's all water under the bridge now. Although I am still looking for a home for Afternoon Alfredo, so if you could maybe talk to the network... Uh, don't get your hopes up, Oregano, but I'll... Uh, try, I guess. Yay! Thank you, thank you! Okay, 
I gotta go now. Bye! I'm afraid I must leave you as well, old friend. Need to see a flea about a circus, you understand. Yes, yes. The carnival Samhain needs you. <laughs> that, that whole bit about your father was great, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, quite. I surmise Nick knows nothing of the zeitgeist from which we spawned, does he? Not many do, but it's no great mystery. Anyway, don't let me hold you up, Sam. See you next Halloween? Count on it, Pasta Shade. Right then, off we go. Everyone, chop chop! Glad that's over. Uh, I'll see. Look at this mess we had to clean up. And we need to get my sous chef out of the dungeon pool of venomous snakes. What? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It's actually full of leeches. That's... not bad. We should probably get her out of there, though. Yes, yes. Uh, give me a hand with that. <sighs> I hate April Fool's Day. Midnight Marinera is a monthly podcast written, produced, directed, and mixed by David King. This episode features the voices of yours truly, Spencer Fernandez, Kayla Berry, Robin King, Xander Mobis, and Dead Palette. The Harbinger Experiment is credited to Zion J. Have we touched a nerve? Like, actually physically touched on exposed nerve, causing a sharp sensation of agony and or pleasure through your whole being? Please feel free to leave us feedback where you listen to this. Email us at midnightmarinera at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter or Tumblr. And hey, if you want to contribute a little extra to the show and see to the care and feeding of all manners of creatures of the night, consider becoming a patron and supporting Midnight Marinera's Patreon with a small monthly donation. Thanks for joining us again in the dark this evening, and until we next convene, pleasant dreams. Sleep tight. I think everything's fine.